Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello. And welcome to a brand new episode of But Am I Wrong? A show brought to you by two people who have never been wrong. My name is Melissa Diamond Wants, and I'm here with Megan Ranks. Hi. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. Oh, you're so welcome, Megan. So today we're going to be doing three things. First, we're going to start off with, and that's when the two of us will share things that we may or may not have been wrong about in our lives. We have never, ever been wrong. So other people, you, our listeners, 
write into us and say things that are happening, situations that they are stewing on, being like, oh, was I the hero or the villain? And we will tell you. Then we also talk about our own stuff, hot takes, things that we're like, no way are we wrong about. And then we nominate our wrong of the week. And if you would like to participate, please write us a letter to butamirongpod at gmail.com. Keep it to 300 words or less. As of late, I don't know why, but a lot of y'all have been... Like, well, Megan doesn't know how to do math. She's not counting. No. But I can guess. But the thing is, the you just it. highlighted and see how many words you've done. And some people have been writing novels. We don't have time for that. No. And you should be getting paid for writing that many words. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't, doesn't be an essay. Um, but if you'd like to include your pronouns, please do. It's all anonymous. If it's not just about you, give people fake names, not initials. It's way easier to follow with fake names, preferably with different letters that they start with. Mm-hmm. And we, we will rule with our iron fists. And this is not um, our only show. So if you would like to listen to other shows, let's get a rundown of what what the slate is like. Yeah. Monday. Monday, we've got Don't Blame Me. We had a great episode this week. I think one of the big highlights was about someone created a spreadsheet of matchmaking. Yeah. So check that out. We're in crowdsourcing questions. Mm hmm. A live listicle. We were having li- it was a bu- live BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz. Yeah. Get to know yourself. And then on Tuesday, I... Melissa shared something very vulnerable. <laughs> it was very vulnerable. Some might call it a lasting, unrequired dream of hers. I can't believe like I used to have these dreams, and they still kind of feel real. No, nope. and now I've been haunted. She's mourning. I forgot the loss. I forgot about them, and now I'm like. My friends. Yeah. But there are also people that I publicly talk negatively about. Which you have both beef in real life and in the dream realm with them. So what if what if a lot of my anger just stems from the dreams? Here's the thing. If we weren't right about Gina Rodriguez, I would say that that's where we're getting all of this <laughs> anger. But she is one of the same people that I go, no. Did you? No, like, have you? Did you see the video that Carrie Washington posted? Because Carrie Washington is all over TikTok. She also, if you're a, a Fitz, what is it, a, a Lib Fitz, a Lib, I, I a, never get into this whatever of those. But she like feeds it into it and is con- is always like because they're still friends in real life and she like posts current videos of them together, still kissing each other and whatever, like in real life but she there was like a, a round table discussion with actors these women in one room together on hulu look at the comments though i guarantee it's a lot of people talking about did gina yeah. not get the heebie-jeebies from two of the people there and if you don't know what that means who who did you whose name who'd you say gina and there's there's a song that she's rapping and she says the n-words give me the heebie-jeebies but she did not say n-words she said the actual n-words and people in the comments are like did gina get the (laughs) heebie-jeebies you might be able to see them more because she no they're here okay uh, also um they're coming up the ones on what happened on instagram the ones on instagram are my faves then gina (laughs) 
three people have a look in their eyes that they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. One person mm-hmm. does not have that look in their eyes. Mm-hmm. This to me gives me the vibe of there was a conversation had in the bathroom with an eye contact exchanged and a, okay, we're moving forward. This is, this is the day. Yeah. Wow. But the, all of this to say, anytime that I go, maybe, maybe my gut's wrong. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe it was all from a dream. I remind myself of Gina Rodriguez. And I wouldn't say either of us celebrated when it happened, but we both said, oh, I knew is. there was something. There it is. Not surprised. Whoop, there it is. And I'll also go on record this to say that her husband's one of the worst actors I've ever seen on TV. Is he on a soap? It's on Bold and the Beautiful, which she also started on. So I feel like she got a job there. They have on the Bold and, because the Bold and the Beautiful is one of, it started in 1989, I believe. So all that you can get all the episodes where like the other soaps have been on for like 50, 60 years. So you can't get all the oh. episodes. So they put all the episodes on YouTube. And then also they have like if you like ship somebody, then they have like playlists. But then they also on on YouTube, they have a Gina Rodriguez playlist of all her episodes. And <laughs> so I was watching Bold and the Beautiful and he got killed off shortly after i was watching it so it was like great because this is some of the worst acting that i've ever seen in my life and then i found out that he was her husband and it just put it in a new perspective for me he was also on jane the virgin for five episodes is that where they met maybe wow so the tangents are tangenting and i don't know how to do a smooth transition yeah we're just we're just here we're vibing it's 523 on a tuesday my adderall has worn off and we're gonna get into our first segment which is but are you wrong where we read your email submissions of no we're not we're getting into but am i wrong oh my god you're we... right that is what's first maybe we're doing but am i wrong where we share with each other a hot take a rant or um, a situation in our own life in which we think we're not the wrong, but we want to pose the question. This is more of a rant. And I just want to talk about my terrible therapist. Oh, no. I dumped her about six months ago. Uh-huh. And so I feel like I have enough time separated from it now that I'm just ready to talk about it. And I'll start with the good. She did convince me that when I know that I'm right about a situation, people are arguing with me just to leave the situation yep. because it'll eventually come back around uh-huh. and then I'll prove and them right. You've even given that advice on the podcast. I have. And so that's where the good advice ends. Amazing. There's a there's a little, one little dot in the pros. Uh-huh. She didn't discuss the things that I wanted to discuss in therapy. She was obsessed about my lo- love life. Oh, yeah. Like, weirdly obsessed Mm -hmm. with my love life and she wanted me to like talk about my dating history starting like when I first started dating men like from the very beginning and then she'd be like why aren't you like yeah like you're you're broken up why why aren't you obsessed I mean upset about this and I was like it happened 10 years ago if I was upset about this that would be a problem but like I don't like that's weird to me Uh it would be weird for me to be upset about something that happened 10 years ago why would why should I still be like I don't know if she was looking for something to therapize but also unprompted it's not like you were like oh 10 years later it's still eating me up she asked you a question you go 10 years ago okay yeah she goes and you're still upset you go no you asked me yeah and but like she would like dig in about it and she's like why aren't you upset I was like 
because it happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why we need to continue to discuss this. Was she trying to set you up with someone? I first started seeing her, like, deep in the pandemic. Yeah. And she was like, why aren't you dating? And I'm like, because I have a health condition, which you know about. Because, like, I, she has my medical records yeah. and things. Because she was like, she's like a doctor doctor and i was like you know these things about me and she was like well you should get out there and i'm like to get sick can't date if i'm dead right like she was like obsessed with it she just decided what your thing was gonna be before and then was just trying to get it to be your thing Uh uh-huh and then she was like do you date outside your race and i was like yeah and she was like a black therapist and I didn't understand like she's single and horny. She she's married and she's married to a non-black man. So I didn't know if she was like, you're closing yourself off to things. And I was like, no, I don't discriminate. Like, I don't understand where these line lines of questions were coming from. And then it'd be like we'd have the next therapy session and it was like we didn't have the previous one. Oh, my God. I can't say what it's like. Did we just collective him? We just don't remember. Like, you weren't taking notes. Like, Uh what's going on here? I just did not understand. And then it would be, like, the things I actually like to talk about. Then she just kind of brushed past them. I'm like, ma'am, this is where I would like to. These are the issues that I have, and I would like to talk through them. I felt like she wasn't actually listening to me. And I told her, like, when I started therapy, this was in my like initial intake thing. Yeah. I was like, I've gone to three other therapists. Mm-hmm. The best one I had was like in college. And then everyone after that was like, were, was would say things like, you're so well adjusted. I don't understand why you're here. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. And I'm like, I want like, ther- I know therapy isn't just about venting, but I would like to talk about these mm-hmm. specific things because mm-hmm. there are things that are bothering me, mm-hmm. which she would brush past. And then she'd be like, well, you seem like she did the exact thing that I didn't want her to do where she was like, well, you seem like, you know, everything's going great. Like, I don't you don't really need to be here. But I was like, there are things I want to talk about, but you won't talk about them. And I came to therapy. People who don't need therapy don't Don't go to therapy. People who need therapy also don't. I mean, like, like, like it's a trend. Like, I want to sit here and pay money. Like, I have just all the free time in the world. For her to conduct a QA and a about your dating life. Yeah. I can't stand that. To let everyone know, like, if your therapist isn't working, just leave. Because it just wasn't serving me. And I'm just yeah. like, I I truly am baffled by the things that were happening in, in these sessions. Baffled. It, it also feels lazy to me. Because, like, maybe a lot of her other clients are, like, struggling with not dating in relationships. And then she goes, I don't want to have to think too hard. Let me just rehash all the stuff yeah. I've been saying with someone else. Yeah. That's really fucking annoying. Yeah. So I don't have much like I I haven't left the house recently, so I don't have anything too hot or ranty to talk about. But leave your therapist if you need to. Oh, yeah. I've left a therapist before. Yeah. You should also know that apparently I saw a therapist who was talking about this, about the people who have the hardest time in therapy, but who still need who therapists have a hard time recognizing them. People who are incredibly self-aware. This is us Mm -hmm. who are like. I know why I'm upset about this. I know the history of why I'm upset about this, but I'm still upset about this. So like, how do I, I've intellectualized this. I've, I've done all of that stuff. So like, what do I do if I'm someone who is just too self-aware and I intellectualize my problems and I can communicate them as mm-hmm. well. 
And it's that we don't we're not good at feeling things. Yeah. So the first step usually is people feeling things. And then it's like, what is this feeling? How do I feel this? But yes. it's harder to reverse engineer it. And she I saved the video forever ago. I'll find it and send it to you because I was like, oh, I should probably like find a therapist who does this. But was talking about specific questions to ask your therapist, kind of like hypotheticals mm. to be like it's reverse engineering therapy. So she's like, instead of like you're at the second step first. And usually how ter- therapy is taught in schools originally is first step, second step. So when you come in second step, they're like, oh, then you're good. And you're like, no, no, no but I need the first step. That's and exactly helping them yep, get there. That's exactly what it was. I was like, I need help feeling. Yep, and that's, that's exactly what I was, my issue. And that was what I was like telling her. And mm-hmm. it would just be like, well, we need to break. No, I have that. Like, mm-hmm. and then you're saying that I'm fine. And I'm like, I'm not. I yep. want... <laughs> <sighs> drives me crazy my therapist would say just feel your feelings i go i don't know how don't to do know. that yeah i'm i don't feel good yeah is that it and she's like no no you just gotta feel them and then finally i was talking to my couple therapists who i love who basically became like an individual one and then she was like oh you know there's better answers to that question be done i think therapy is like sushi mm-hmm. good sushi is good sushi bad sushi bad sushi yeah being self-aware maybe i should go my dreams you should go in your dreams yeah. Ask Chloe to be your therapist. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm very much on your side. And mine is incredibly unserious. Okay. I love I love unserious things. As a silly girl who pretends to be serious, I love unserious things. An Aquarius. <laughs> so mine is just one statement. Okay. I would like to pose a question to the class. Okay. And I would like to us to take a minute before we answer and just think about it. Okay. Maybe horses don't want to be ridden. I feel like this is a personal fucking attack. Maybe horses don't want to be What's ridden. What's on your shirt? A horse being ridden. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I think that some horses want to be ridden. I think some dogs want to play basketball i think some dogs want to join an olympic bobsledding team i think some fishes want to go to australia and find their son at the dentist office i think animals have different personalities wait finding nemo took place in australia i think that's where they went because never seen towards it. the end <laughs> it's like alarming <laughs> I think some aliens want to be dogs. Stitch. So. Never seen that either. If we can call it, we can give animals their own little personalities and we're like, oh, this is, we can look at them as individuals. But I think as a whole, unless a horse has given you an indication that they want to be ridden, why are we just riding horses? In this day and age, why are we riding horses? We're not riding elephants. We should not be riding elephants. Like, why horses? Why do dogs get to sit at home in these gorgeous little beds, go to go to the spa, get their nails done, get all fluffed up? And horses have to be in the dirty streets of New York City, walking around, working, carrying police officers, sitting their butts on their racks. As a newly formed uh, horsewoman, <laughs> I do believe that not all horses are meant to be ridden, but some of them, they're yes. fine with it. Similar to some zebras want to be in horse races. Like there are. Is that another Disney movie? I'm not aware. Nope. It is. That was my first date movie I ever went to. Frankie Muniz. 
was the voice of that zebra. But like, I just think that why do dogs get a soft life and then horses have to work until then they can retire? Some of them don't. I know, but why is I was on a default? horse. I was on a horse called Playboy, and he's he was a retired actor. Yeah, maybe maybe some horses want to go to Hollywood. Maybe some horses want to be a star, and instead they're just like attached to like a little pulley system, and they're walking around in a circle. Are you talking about horses? Because some horses are just pets. You know, they just gallop around. I think we need to find a way to communicate with horses to be like, do you, would you like to be ridden, and would you like this to be? Your life because we just buy horses. There's this girl called Booty Poppin' Ponies. That's her Instagram. And she treats her horses as if they're her children. She does maternity shoots with them. There you go. And she dances around them and she knows like who likes to like play. Yeah. And who like rides. And some of them she gets on their backs and twerks like on all fours, which I think is a great skill. That's um, incredible course. Right? <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, I think she's one she's a person that I believe understands what horse yeah. So I just feel like I just worry. I worry. We're seeing what's happening with AI fighting back. <laughs> we see what's happening with orcas. The orcas are pissed. The orcas are coming for blood. And we're also all learning about hippopotamuses who kill for sport. And I just think, you know, who can have a lot of fucking gripes with humans? Horses. Yeah. I agree. I only write the horses that speak to me. You know what this really is? We need Dr. Doolittle in the house. And we need... Which what was version? Kyla Pratt's Dr. Doolittle? Which one that was, one? With the... Uh, was Murphy? she little one? Oh, well, she was... Wasn't she in one, like, when she was little, little? No, and then say, but... When she grew up, she was a doctor. She was, like, the... Vet. I know, but didn't she have another name or she's still Dr. Doolittle? I I'm think she's still Dr. Doolittle. Like oh, the, yeah, it's Dr. Doolittle. She's Maya Doolittle. Yeah, she, she was Maya when she was a yes. little girl. And then so she then grew she up. So then she became the doctor. Mm -hmm. Doctor's in the house again. Yeah. So, Kyla Pratt, we need you <laughs> to speak to these horses. Wasn't Raven her sister in the, those movies, too? Was she? I think so. I loved those movies. She was. Yep. There is no other animal that we use like a means of transportation and all of these other things. Oh, it's been happening for years. Without a doubt. But have we asked the horses? And also, like, how are their knees? Like, what if they're tired one day? What if they didn't sleep well? The last stable that I went to, they were very, like, cognizant of, like, the feelings of the horses it was like if the horse is having a bad day we're not you're not gonna ride it no totally and the riding of it in like a recreational way but like more of the professional sense the ones that like are like the rely, cop, the cop yeah, horses you rely on a horse to do your job so this is not a threat to horse girls it's not because i believe people who die hard love horses i'm i believe that you've got a little dr doolittle inside of you you can talk to your horse you understand your horse but I do think we should reflect on the role that horse movies have played. And they're getting kind of the same edit as military propaganda. Like, it's like these horses love what they do. And it goes, but do they? Or do I just think that because of Seabiscuit? Does Seabiscuit love what he did? Does Seabiscuit die? I don't know. the other one that came out the same time that was the happy version? I don't know. I don't know. Horse movies like I never liked. The one that they force 
me to watch over and over again as a kid. Your sisters? No, it was like Black Stallion. No, like yeah. in school. Black, Black Stallion. Stallion. Or Black Beauty? Black Beauty, that's it. Black Beauty. I feel like whenever that movie dropped, that my teacher was like, mm, I don't want to teach anymore. Here's Black Beauty for the fifth time. And you know what? I don't remember anything about that movie. I don't think there was a lot of talking in it or I just spaced out. That was me with Gandhi and the Lincoln movie. So listen to this. Tell me this is not propaganda. Set in the Depression era, already propaganda. What is this for? Seabiscuit okay. tells a true story of an undersized racehorse who inspired the nation. Propaganda. Horse propaganda. It is horse labor propaganda. Spirit was the one that freaked me out. I would like to share a story. Okay. That I came upon maybe a month ago. So in 1923, this little jockey was on a horse and he had been starving himself because jockeys have to weigh a certain amount before they can enter the race. Mm -hmm. He was starving himself and he got on in a race and they're like, whoa, he's going so fast. Crosses the finish line, wins first place. Dude is dead. (gasps) He died during the race. And it's just been his heart couldn't handle it. He had been starving himself for days and won the race as a dead person. Did the horse get the prize money? Probably not. There you go. So it's not even a fucking duo. It's not a team. Like the fact that we are using these animals as like we're a duo. But who's getting the full ride to college? Yeah. Who's putting the down payment on the house? Yeah. And the horse is there going, I didn't even get to fucking tour it. I'm just hoping there's room for me there. Yeah. This is like. The same way I felt about Lil Michaela. Lil oh, Michaela exists in the meta. She exists in the universe. Lil Michaela's, she's doing the, she's the front facer. You couldn't do the work without Lil Michaela. But you know what Lil Michaela gets? Nothing. She gets a phone she's power down real, every night. Though. It's not the same. But again, we don't know where technology's but going. Horses, they're real. That, so I think if we can't be afraid of the resentment that AI will eventually have, we should be afraid of the resentment that horses have. And then people, when they get like knocked off of a horse and they're like, oh my God, this horse is so mean. A blind horse stepped on my foot. And you know what I think? I don't think a blind horse should have been at a children's birthday party. I agree with that. You know? And I think that the way they demonstrated that, because I'm not a Dr. Doolittle, I'm not a Doolittle of the dog, I'm not a doctor of the Doolittle, that the horse was like, I don't want to be here. Let me step on this child's foot to let them know. I'm not a veterinarian, but I was picking up on those signals. When I get on my next horse in two weeks, two weeks from today, I'll let you know. Please do. I'm so excited for you. I'm going to be on the beach, in the woods, through the mountains. Every terrain. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have lunch. I'll bring a bring special a treat for, for the, the horse. horse. There's a movie called Horse Girl, a psychological drama with Allison Brie. Did it come out during the... It feels like a movie that came out during the pandemic. What is this? Here's the man. He was dead. They didn't know. I don't need to. Thank God my glasses aren't on. That will haunt my dreams. You get Khloe Kardashian in your dreams. I get that. Anyways, that is my hot take. And I'm ready for this to be my most disagreed with take. I don't think it will be. I do. I would like. I don't remember if they. it was on this show or on Don't Blame Me. But the horse girl that called in about men thinking that she's just going to ride them like a horse, which makes no sense. <laughs> 
You They've would like to never seen Seabiscuit. You'd like to uh, write in to share your thoughts. I'd like to know. But here's the thing. I trust her doctor's little senses, mm-hmm. but I don't think that NYPD has got a doctor. I think this on is staff. this is more cop related. Not all horses, but all cops. But when I was lo- I was looking up uh, in Houston to go ride some horses when I go to Houston in September. So I was planning out my trip. They did have like one of the places you could go was to the police to go visit the cops. Of course, I'm not going there. But that was like you could go visit the cop horses. You know what? We just need to get a message to the cop horses and be like, we're on your side. Do what you need to do. L.A. has cop horses, I know, too. Which is odd and incredibly inconvenient. I have to think that they're purely just for show and parades and also for hanging out outside of Jimmy Kimmel. That's where they yeah. are always are parked in front I think of Jimmy Kimmel. They just wanted a higher vantage point to Maybe. sit there. Because also like I don't think these cops are like trained jockeys. <laughs> so like if it was like, oh, we've got a suspect kind, they go, you'll stay here. You 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 race after them. I'll stay here. Like they no, can't gap so like, I think they fall. Yeah. Anyways. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we return, we will be discussing, but are you wrong? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33% with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books, so we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. 
you miss us? Now it's time for But Are You Wrong? All right. But Are You Wrong? Here we go. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I, 26, she, her. Live with my sister, 23, she, her. And would love your opinion on a situation. My sister heats up her menstrual cup in the microwave nope. before using it. Nope. The cup comes in a little plastic case that she fills with water and heats it up to sterilize before use. Am I wrong for thinking this is gross? Because she does it in the evening right before I'm about to use it to heat up my food. Her reason is that the cup has been washed and is inside a case, so it is sanitary. But I can't help feeling icked out about it. I personally don't use menstrual cups, so not sure if this is a thing everyone does or not. Would love your thoughts. I currently have one inside of me, so I can speak on this. Yeah, speak on it. This is a thing. It says on the container to either boil it on the stove in some water or put it in the microwave. And you can also, which I would never do because this is disgusting, is put it in the dishwasher. Google says that the cup itself should never go in the microwave. You can put it in boiling water from the microwave. I think it depends on the company, what the company's saying. Who wrote this? Pixie cup? That's Pixie I'm not cup. concerned about, like... I don't it's sterile it's plastic. Sterile. Like it's not yeah, but I'm more concerned about the microwaving of the plastic and then sticking in your vagina. Well, you're supposed to let it cool no, no, for no, a long just time. Like, like this is supposed to be like after you've done you're done with it for that. I don't know when she's clean. It seems like she's clean it before every use, but you're supposed to do it after the last time you use it during your cycle and then put it away and then use it. Like you you're not supposed to do it after every single use. Yeah. I know. I but I mean this this is just my granola training yeah. as a child that like it freaks me out to microwave. But microwaves are different. No, I and it's a me problem. Yeah. But it freaks me out to do to microwave that stuff. So like I don't think it's not unsanitary like you know what I mean in that sense at all. Like it's also been it's been washed. If you didn't know that this was happening, it's not unsanitary. I think it's the the thought that it is unsanitary. It has been inside of your sister. Now she's putting it in the microwave. Yeah. But I think of something like, okay, so she washes, she uses a vagina, like a towel to dry her vagina and mm -hmm. the towel has gone through the washer. And so it's clean. Yep. But then you're touching it in that sense. But I think if you think about that, you go, ew. Right. So I think if you think about anything, it's Gross. Like, I think you think about the fact that like, you move into a house and unless you're buying a brand new toilet, someone has sat on that, which was genius because I was like, oh, that is giving the ick. So I think there's a lot of things in life. If we think too hard about them, they're icky. Mm -hmm. But if we didn't know that it was happening, nothing icky happened. Right. And vagina is a self-clean organism as it is. So it's not dirty. It's just bloody. But the blood has been thoroughly cleaned off of it. Yeah. So I think like time it out. Where it's like, it kind of like, because like, I think it's totally fair. I get really sicked out by blood, any kind of blood. So if I'm getting ready to eat and someone's talking about blood or I'm seeing something that used to have blood, like something like that makes me think of blood, I can make me lose my appetite. So in that thing, it'd be like, okay, let's coordinate. Mm -hmm. So just give me a text of being like, I'm using the microwave. Would you prefer her do it to do it in the morning? Because you said it's in the evening when she's yeah about to eat, maybe after you eat, but then it might get food senses in it yeah i think it's actually more the other way yeah or just you can also tell her she doesn't have to put the whole thing in the microwave or she can... after she does this why don't she put a cup with some vinegar mm -hmm. and water in the microwave and run it for a cycle and then it's clean 
Yeah. I think you figure out like what what is sticking you out. Is it like are you afraid it's going to like are you afraid of like uh invisible like particles and germs? Do the vinegar thing. Is it like you're just picturing it in your head? Be like I don't want to know when you're doing it, but I want it to not be when I'm around. So like that just it's makes me feel nauseous. And so then talk about that, but figure out what the what the what the icking you what's icking you and adjust that. One time I had just bought a brand new menstrual cup. I was in Arkansas for Christmas and had forgot to bring mine. I just opened it and set it on my dresser. And then my sister and my brother-in-law were in the room talking to me. And he looks over and picks it up and goes, what is is this? And Melanie, my sister, goes, oh, it's a shot glass. And he's just looking at it. I hadn't used it yet, but hilarious and it's if he would have known like she's really egging him on take a drink (laughs) she's really egging him on that's funny i'm sure if we told him today he would be so mad about it but again it hadn't even been used yet yeah you go to a restaurant your mouth has touched so many glasses that so many other people have touched the Mm -hmm. fork the spoon Mm -hmm. that you've used yeah there's so many people come they touch your door handle and you don't know what things that they like there's so much of that if you think about it like you'll spiral you think about how when you're in a public restroom and you turn on if they have the kind of faucet you got to touch somebody just touched their ass Uh or cat with those hands yeah that's why soap was invented like Mm -hmm. i mean i don't actually know why soap was invented but i'm it's the byproduct of soap being invented to clean everything so yeah everything's gross if you think about it too much Mm mm-hmm as someone who gets icked out by things all the time, less thoughts. <laughs> Just have less thoughts. Just, have Just less think thoughts. less. Might I suggest downloading a fun little game on your phone? Like, veg out. I have a fun game on my phone that I play multiple times a day. Me too. Your turn, Megan. Okay. Also, my other question. Would you rather her boil it in a pot on the stove? Right. Maybe she gets her own little pot, though, that she boils it in. But then you see it. Yeah, you know and what then I mean? the residue just surround them. And then it's like, going to make pasta in it. that pot. So it's got its, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then you got to clean it. But then it's like the sponge touched the... And then it's with all the other pots. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I also don't have much. I previously just said something. When I had my period, I would just free bleed towards the end. Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Me, 30, she, her, my boyfriend, 30, he, him, have been living together for around a year, earn the same amount and share costs such as rent, groceries, and bills equally. However, we have an ongoing debate about what would be considered cost to share and what aren't. The biggest debate is about the car he leases through work and pays $200 a month for, including gas, insurance, and maintenance. That's a very good deal. When we started dating, he offered me to use it whenever I wanted. I don't own a car since public transport is great where I live, but a car is convenient, so I have been using it more frequently. Since we both work from home, it isn't that much. Now he has approached me about sharing the cost of said car. In his mind, since I use it as well, as you can could should contribute around a third. However, I feel this is unfair. I only use the car since it sits there anyway, and there's no additional cost associated with me using it. He made the choice to get the car for that price. My argument is that is that since I didn't choose the car, it is ultimately his. He should pay for it. If we were to have to pay more for using it, I would obviously pay the difference. In my mind, it's unfair for him to save money by us splitting the cost. He argues that my own car would be more expensive, but I wouldn't get one since I have consciously decided against owning one and still use public transport, which I have a ticket for that I pay for myself. While I like driving it, it is unnecessary luxury in my mind. Am I wrong? This is like a moral dilemma. I'm on pins and needles waiting to hear what you have to say. Well, because the way you've laid it out, yeah, the car is there. 
Sure. But I think if you're, if someone offers you something that like, oh, go ahead, like use it. And then whether it's how much you've been using it or, you know, whatever is asking for a contribution to it. I think the, the, if you don't want to contribute to it, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I won't use it. I don't think you can say I'm not going to contribute to it and then still use it. Like, I, I think it's fine if you don't want to contribute to it because you're not wrong. Like, that's how much it's going to cost. That's how much it'll always cost. So if then don't use it. But the thing is, it's not that's not how much is it always going to cost well, because you've got not just and gas, maintenance. but maintenance. Yep. And uh, every time you use the car, the tires are going down a little bit, the engine, the oil, like who's insured on the car. Right. Like there's there are things every time you use the car, like there's a chance that like a wreck could happen. Yeah. Like you what you're doing is you're investing in with making the payments, you're investing in the car. Mm -hmm. Same with the insurance. So then like it's a risk, like having using a car every time you use it, it depreciates a little yeah. bit more. So if you're using it, then you're contributing to the depreciation of the car. So I feel like if you're going to use it like regularly and to a point where it's like, you know, whatever you share, the, the, I mean, you share it or you're like using it, it is a luxury. And yeah. since it is a luxury and again, it's something that you're using, then you should be contributing to it. Yeah. And I don't know what state you're in because California, the car is insured. And when you're a driver, whatever car I'm driving, I'm responsible because I am the driver and I am in insured in that, even if I'm driving a friend's car. But there are some states you're driving someone else's car. Mm -hmm. If you got in a car crash, like, do you have insurance? Right. And also, like, what if you got in a wreck and you got hurt? His mm -hmm. insurance isn't going to pay for you right. if you get hurt. So to me, this is like, and I don't know if that was his thought process, but like I could also see it in the sense of like there's a risk associated with, like you said, but also there's a risk associated like if you were to get in a car crash and you're no longer going to be covered, who, how are you going to pay for any, I mean, maybe you're in free healthcare, but like if you're not, if you got on, if you crashed a car, if you crashed his car, what would happen? Yep. Because there he, I mean, he if his job is not okay with having someone else use it, he could then lose his job. Like, would you pay for that? Like, so I think like not contributing anything because the cost would still exist is true, but that only is true if you don't drive the car. Mm -hmm. If you drive the car, the cost is not the same. Even if the monthly cost is the same as an overall, it, it's not the possibility of how much it'll cost, but also, yeah, the wear and tear on the car. Yeah, you're also adding to the mileage. So like when he goes to resell it, yeah. then it's going to be less than it would if it was just sitting there as well. One of the last lines in my mind is unfair for him to save money by us splitting the cost. That is also you've only been together for about a year. So I think you need to have some conversations on like how you view money, mm -hmm. because to me, living together Oh, you've been low. You've been living together for around a year and you share the cost of like all of those other things equally. The tit for tat kind of thing and like thinking like your partner's trying to get one over on you like financially, even if you keep your finances separate and you are together for 30, 40, 50 years, if you have kids together, or you've assets together, or anything like that, even if you keep your personal finances separate, the other person's financial well-being is directly affects your financial well-being. Mm -hmm. And so having kind of on the offense with that or the defense or anything like 
it's if it's not collaborative, it, that's not going to work. And it's not that one way is right and one way is wrong. It's just that that's you're not on the same page with how you want to handle finances. Because yeah. yep. to me, then I wouldn't live together, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Essentially all coming from one pot. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I'm like now thinking about it in like perspective. My car sits out most of the time. I've had it for six years now Mm -hmm. and it's still under 30,000 miles. And I'm thinking about if somebody else was driving it all the time, it would not still be under 30,000 miles and it'd be worth less money. And I'm just the one that's paying for it. So when Mott's totaled his car and he had to drive mine, we were thinking of reselling my, I was thinking of buying out my Jeep lease and selling it. And we had to have a conversation because it was like, oh, if you're then going to be driving this for work, the enticing factor about this car is it has fucking no miles on mm-hmm. it. And so then that was the choice. We're like, OK, you know, it's going to be way too much of a hassle to sell it because we don't know when my new car's coming. And it was like too much fucking effort. And I didn't want to deal with it. And so it was like, OK, cool. Go ahead. Drive it. But if we lived in a place where then it was on my insurance. Mm-hmm. No, like that would have. It's just not, yeah, how it, you just can't. Because then it also fucks up, like, him getting insurance later. Like, it's just all of these other things. And I think it's totally fine to want to take public transportation. But I think if it's about, like, the principle for it, using other people's luxuries that you're not going to participate in because you're not, you you don't think that. But it's like, but it's just here. That's not really how things work. No, no. But I don't blame you for not totally understanding that because you don't have a car. Like, you don't drive. Mm. Like, that's a valid to not totally understand that. But, yeah, I do think you're wrong. You're wrong. All right. Now we're going to take another break. And when we return, we will get into what are they wrong. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are you ready to party? Okay, so I have three. I'm just the first two. I'm just going to give a one sentence about Russell Simmons. Terrible person. Always my whole life. He's been a terrible person. And this week, some things have come out with his ex and it's been his ex-wife for a long time. So I don't understand why. Talked about, you talked about her. On one of the first episodes. Yeah, and that was her then-current husband. I don't think they're still married mm-hmm. now because that was divorce proceedings. But, like, they've been married for... I mean, they've been divorced for years. So I don't know what's exactly going on, but he's a terrible person. His daughters have been online talking shit about him. And fuck him. Then we've got uh, Alexander Shauni, S-H-O-U-N-I who was a police officer and he just was on his way to work in his cop car and decided that he was going to drive 80 in a 45 and got pulled over <gasps> by another police officer. Iconic. And the other cop was like, what are you doing? And Shauni is like pissed. Like, why are you pulling me over? I'm just trying to go to work. Like angry at this dude. And it's like, you're the one driving 80 in a 45. And he's been suspended now. 
also in Orlando, so not surprising. And then lastly, this is still an ongoing thing. I don't think it's going to have a positive outcome, but the people that built the submersible that is down went looking for Titanic wreckage, Stockton Rush, the CEO. And in case you don't know what this is about, this man built this. You can't call it a a submarine because it's not. It's not under any type of regulation or sanctioned by any official thing. It is this thing that he built from equipment that he got from a construction site. Mm-hmm. Also, things that he got from a camping store. The control that controls it is an Xbox control. It's an off-brand Xbox control. And then... The, with the whole plan of this thing, by the time it reached the bottom where the stuff was, you can't even look out. Like, it's too dark to look out. So all they were doing was looking at stuff on a screen anyway. So you didn't know this part? No, I saw that. Like, they, sh- it yeah. was all black and like the, when they showed, but I assumed that we were waiting for the lights to come on or something no, to happen. No, like, they, it it's legit. It's fucking nightmare. Yes, it's scary. It is terrifying. Ocean terrifies me. And I don't understand why I don't understand why people are so s- obsessed with the Titanic still. Well, you lost me there. To the point where they want to go down and look at the wreckage. No, my fear of the ocean will always outweigh my okay. weird special interest I had for multiple years about the Titanic. Also, too much money. Too much more money than sense. Two hundred and fifty K to go down in this science fair project that is bolted from the outside that you can't get out of. Even if the submersive were to come to the surface, mm-hmm. they still can't get out of it. I need to, I really want to know. And the company has like, they've removed their website. Like they've gone fucking dark. But I really want to know. And I think the like the lawyers of the families of people who are there are going to, we're going to, I think we'll eventually get it. I want to know what they signed. Oh, the, it's on the, uh, CBS did a story on it six months ago. And in the paperwork, it says that death could yeah, happen. Yeah, you you wave. But it's I wonder if it waves any family trauma from well, it. Any families for suing. For, I mean, anybody can sue for anything. Yeah, anytime, but, like, but like one family of a billionaire, it's him and his son. Dang. I'm like, you're going to do something with a buy in of a quarter, half a, a half, like what, half a million dollars? Yeah, but it, yeah, or no, a quarter of a quarter million, million dollars. But it's a son and father that are on this thing and so they spent half a million dollars to go down in this thing and, and they're billionaires someone who spent a quarter of a million or yeah someone who spent half a million dollars to do this versus a company who is not profiting half a, like half a mm-hmm. million dollars you're about to go against those lawyers yep like you should never fuck anyone over but holy shit good god this is why things that are when people have the access and the money and the time to sue and be litigious, that's why they write these fucking ironclad contracts. But I'm like, no shot they, they did that. And one of the man, the men that are on this also was part of one of those billionaires that went to space thing. Too much money. Men will do anything but go to therapy. Too much fucking money. So if you want to see the uh, interview that CBS did, Six months ago, I, I'll i put it in the show notes, but I highly recommend it because you can see how shoddy this thing is and you can see the paperwork 
and how jokey they are about that going down in so, it. This is like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, like a I'm sure the guy who did it does not feel good. Like who did the interview? Like, I'm sure he's looking back going, it is very on the like it's. Yeah. But it's sad. Like, it's, it's like, sad. oh, shit. Like, we talked about this and nothing happened. Nothing changed. There's no GPS on it. No type of tracking. Some people There's just no have seats. two. Yeah. You're just. You're cross, they said like, it's my, like a, yeah. a a little um van. Like a little Volkswagen van going down. Yeah. Without all the seats. Yeah. And there's like a little cup for them to pee in. Yep. There's no. I don't think. I think they have like a couple emergency food bars. But mm-hmm. like. They can survive for 90 hours, I believe. Yeah. And electricity taps out before that. Mm-hmm. This is the scariest thing. It's so scary and also so wildly unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. You, you can li- literally send a camera down and watch it from your home. It's going to be the same view. But also, like, I don't want to have the same experience as someone who, like, works for NASA or is, like, a, a marine biologist and a scientist who has, like, 15 different doctor degrees and has been doing all... like. We should not have the same experiences. We shouldn't have the same experience. But if it was safe to do, it would be in an actual submarine with license. I mean, one of the the I don't know what you would call it, but there is a guy that did work for one of these sanctioned companies who's the one that's like steering the ship down. But like he doesn't work for those sanctioned things anymore. If this was safe every for everyone to do, it would be like whale watching. Would, like yes. all of your friends would have done it. But like, I don't want to have an experience that is so unique. Only me. And a professional who has been training for so long. I mm-hmm. go, I'm not qualified. Nope. I'm not qualified. Nope. It's fucking terrifying. Some people have too much fucking money. Yeah, it's awful. And it reminds me of, I still can't even watch the scene in Spy Kids. Like, I always have Never to close my eyes. I know. But there's a scene where they're underwater in kind of like a submarine thing. And I, like, have to close my eyes and I can't breathe. Like, I'm just like, ooh. Like, it's, and so the idea of willingly doing that. For what, though? To say you did it, that's exactly what it yeah. is. And there were like some people were like they could be like actually trapped in, like the thing got trapped in the Titanic wreckage, which is like full circle. Yep, more money than sense. Mm-hmm. A luxury experience. Mm-hmm. One of them had chandeliers though. Yeah, and you didn't have to pee in a yeah. container. Or be essentially, it looks like the inside of what a bullet I would think looks like. Yeah. Awful, 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 awful. I don't want to say on a lighter note, but on a... On a different table. On a different table and on, in the similar vein of, what the fuck is this headline? (laughs) We have my nomination. An Oregon man named Gregory Lee Rodvelt, 71 years old. And I will read you the headline about what our man Gregory did. Okay, here we go. The jury convicts Oregon man who rigged home with Indiana Jones booby trap, injuring a federal officer. You know what he was? He saw the TikTok trend. My life is a movie and said, Indiana Jones. Here we go. He rigged his home with a booby trap, quote, round hot tub that was on its side set to roll down the hill. This is an article from NBC News by David K. Lee, by the way. So the federal jury in Medford in Oregon found him, of course, uh, guilty for assaulting a federal officer and using uh, and discharging a firearm during and in relation to the crime. And we're going to get into it. So he had lost his home in a lawsuit. And after he, quote, 
learned that a receiver had been appointed to sell the property, he proceeded to booby trap it, the federal prosecutor said. And I want you to know when you look up the image, I will include it when we do the votes on Friday. Melissa, this is a man who booby traps at home. Pulled up. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know if he's an actor, but I think he could play himself. Yeah. If not, Willem Dafoe, I think, is available. Mm-hmm. Perfect casting. Thank you. So bomb specialists with the FBI and Oregon State Police, they were asked to inspect the property and he was arrested in Arizona in 2017 with unlawful possession of explosives. And when they got to his property, they came upon a minivan blocking the front gates. And upon closer closer inspection, it was rigged with two booby traps, which I have to say, there's actually nothing more embarrassing than someone going, oh, you booby trapped it and not going into the booby. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, Right. Like it feels like a Scooby Doo feeling where it goes, oh no, foiled again. So they disarmed the traps and got to the home's front where they spotted a hot tub tilted at an angle. And I would have gotten away with it. It wasn't for these damn kids. Like it's literally meddling kids. kids. Meddling kids, exactly. So they said, uh, Rodvelt stated that he set up a fishing line and a tripwire across the property gate that went to a round hot tub that was on its side to roll down the hill and hit whoever goes through the gate. He described it by referencing the quote, stone rolling down in the Indiana Jones movie. Rodvelt also talked about other tripwires on the property and spike strip made of nails and wood, which was designed to flatten tires. But he did not provide additional specifics about the tripwires. So to enter the house, the law enforcement officers had to use an explosive charge to, to breach the front door. Once they got inside, they came upon a wheelchair. After it was bumped, it triggered a homemade shotgun device that discharged a .410 shotgun shell that struck the FBI bomb, techni- bomb technician below the knee. He was rushed to the hospital where he was treated and then released. And Rodvelt only faces 20 years behind bars, which the defense attorney says that's an unrealistic maximum. I think that's an unrealistic minimum. Because if it would have hit somebody, if um, no, I know if one of these would have hit someone, he'd probably get life. But so my thing with that and with the defense lawyer and with all of them being like, so we saw it. I go, so these were this is really poorly booby trapped. Because booby traps, it's a trap for a reason. I know, but if someone goes, that's a booby trap, mm-hmm. then it goes, well, it's not really a booby trap because... I saw it. I saw it. And so the fact that his own lawyer going, that's like an unrealistic maximum, is giving me the same... It's giving me the energy of like, come on. Re- you re- That was never going to happen. It was just the only reason. It's not that he thought they were going to have to use explosives to get in. How long do you think it took him? I think the moment he heard that it was happening. He did it. But this feels it. like months. No, I don't think this man owns a phone that can vlog. No, he does not have iPhone face. Mm-mm. So how are we attaching a fishing wire to a hot tub? I don't know, man. Do you think he played mousetrap over and over and over again? Like, was there a run through? Did we have a dress rehearsal? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a design system or did we just watch Indiana Jones over and over and over again and make what we think would work. Like, were our fingers crossed? Because at least what we know, we know it wasn't conspicuous. But I'm saying if they closed their eyes and they fell into all of this and they went through with the booby traps, would they would have, would they have worked? Because I think the first step of a booby trap, you have to, you have to trap them in first. Yeah. And that didn't work. So where does the booby come in? I don't know, man. They've all got the same energy. He looks more angry, though. Hey, the other Benjamin Ken looks more laid back. He's he thinks it's an unrealistic maximum. Yeah, because he's like, y'all bitches were never going to fucking do that shit. What did his neighbors think? 
you know their next door app was fucking I would I would die to be in one of those Facebook groups of that town. That neighborhood, imagine. Yeah. You as the head of the HOA? Yeah. Wow. You know what? I don't think this is our, the last we're going to hear from him because I think this is a man who's going to attempt to break out of jail. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Break out of jail. I was going to say, I don't think this man is going to live outside of jail. No, no. I think he'll try. But he first. Wait, has somebody to try to did get, get sh- Yeah, he got shot, but he's okay. Okay. And this happened in 2018. Yep. And it's just going. To- yep. Did you see the picture when he was originally arrested? Because. The picture that you just showed me was a newer picture. No. Where's, what's Gregory looking like? Ready? Yeah. Scarier. That is a villain from Scooby-Doo. Yes. I think Joe might have mellowed him out a little bit. Yeah, he saw some shit. This was right after he got arrested. He's like, He's what? He's a little kookier there. He's yeah. hardened. Yeah. Wow. But you know, maybe he's hardened and maybe he looks tired because he's been digging a hole. Maybe he's been working on his plan to is get out. Is that what the movie Holes is about? Never seen it. Different kind of holes. Dig it up. Oh, oh, dig it. A-R-M-P out of the T. Do what you're smelling. Yeah, dog, that's me. I don't take showers and I don't brush my teeth. All I do is dig holes and eat. The comments on this, the first comment, the Green Goblin really fell after, after that first Spider-Man movie. And that was William Defoe, wasn't it? Melissa, I just looked it up to confirm. Yeah. It is. So, William, we've, we've, we've got a role for you. <laughs> They're gonna, they have, they're gonna. Yeah. Also, what's his story? I wanna know about like the losing of the house because I'm gonna tell you right now, this, I can go either way. I mean, I'm not someone who's gonna be like, violence is never the answer. That's just not true. But I can look at someone and go, your heart was in the right place, not poorly executed. So, like, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances around yeah. him losing his house. I don't know. I would, so. But something tells me this isn't the first time that he's been arrested. This is why I want to know what was going on on next door. I'm like, is he that neighbor? Like, tell me about like, is is the community? I mean, you can't upset. I wonder if does the next door. I think it's geotag location. I know. But does it uh, can you get archival things from 2018? Because if so, we can find this out. I have so many questions. All right. That's the end of our show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. And set a booby trap this weekend. I'm going to set a a booby trap, if you know what I mean. Kind of like I almost trapped you earlier with my boobies. I'm going to set a titty trap. (laughs) Put my titty in a trap. (laughs) Call it a titty trap. That's my new rap song. Everybody, you stay tuned. Titty trap. Titty trap. Titty titty trap. Look, we we had it. New duo. And we we have a, a professional recording studio. Recording studio We're going to have musician. a flower farm, a food truck, and but, a rap career. But, you know, Coco makes music, so. <laughs> Coco. I know you heard that and you said, fire. sick. Mm-hmm. Fire fucking beat. You could be. You can be you part. Could be you could be. Booth. I was going to say you could be our Spinderella to salt and pepper, but like literally salt and pepper. Well, Ty, I almost made that joke. <laughs> And then Spinderella is Coco. But but Coco goes like it's another kitchen thing. Salt, pepper, and Coco. Mm-hmm. What does that make? A weird dish. Disgusting. Very, you know. Maybe like, yeah, you like a turmeric, chocolatey. Yeah. I'm like, what else do you need salt and pepper for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mole. Yeah. Nice. Amazing. Well. Glad we got there. 
So glad we got there. Um, send us pictures of your booby traps, <laughs> not your boobs. I just, I truly mean <laughs> that's literally sounded like you were no. asking. For I want to play mouse solicitations for titties. No, I want to play mouse. And you know what it is? You know what weather it is outside? It's treasure hunting weather. Yeah, it is. You know why I picked the story. It's got same vibes. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. We hope you enjoyed. Um, oh, don't forget you can vote for who you think was wrong in in every segment. So head on over to our Instagram. You can vote and we'll read the results in Fisting Friday. But tomorrow you will hear the results from last week's episode. So don't forget to subscribe. You can rate the podcast. Leave us a nice review. Join our Patreon and start a treasure hunt. Wee! Goodbye. Bye. Oh, we'll circle back. When do we say that? This one. Okay. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.